Our class is in English. We read it in Hebrew. You read in Hebrew? Yes, not in Persian. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I, it's like such a, it's like a, it's a pasuk that talks about this, and it's a long pasuk, and it talks so much about it. And not it. only that, that pasuk is in the middle. If you pay attention, look. Um, here, pasuk of Gimel. We are, you can record, you are recording? It's okay. recording, yes. We are on, on chap, uh, chapter Yudalet 14, Shmuel Bet, pasuk of Gimel 23. So Yoav brings Avshalom Yerushalayim after the king allows him to come, right? After this woman, I hope everybody knows what we're talking about, but this woman that Yoav sent to David, she made him rethink and understand that he could forgive Avshalom and let him come back. So Vayakom Yoav, Vayelech Geshur, he goes to Geshur and brings Avshalom Yerushalayim. Vayomer HaMelech, but the king tells him, Yisov el beto, let him go to his house. Upanai lo yireh. He cannot see me, like I'm not going to see him. Vayisov Avshalom el beto, ufne HaMelech lo ra. So David is bringing Avshalom back to Yerushalayim. Teila, can you go to the middle? I cannot see you. So he's bringing Avshalom Yerushalayim, but he's not allowed to come to the palace to see the king. So in the middle of this, we have the pasuk that speaks about the beauty of Avshalom. And there was not somebody as handsome as Avshalom in all Israel to be very much praised. From his soul to his head. Lo hayabomum. There was nothing, no imperfection. How is the song with imperfection? Like, you know, that I love you with your imperfections because everybody has imperfections. But Avshalom didn't have imperfections. He was perfect. And every time he would cut his hair, that would happen once a year, and he would do that whenever his hair was heavy on him, then he would shave it. He would wait, and it would be 200 shekalim be'even amelech, very, very heavy. His hair was gorgeous, curls and heavy. Like most of the year, he left it long. Do you know why? Why, why Absalom's hair was long? What did we you say? You mentioned this, yeah. What did we say? Was he a... Um, was he a Nazir? Yeah. So now we're going to see one of the interpretations from Radak. I have Radak here in Hebrew. Ubegolcho. Amru rabotenu zichronam libracha. Our rabbis told us. Ki abshalom nezir olam haya. He was a Nazir, an eternal Nazir. Eternal Nazir means that it's not for a period of time, but forever. What does it mean? Our rabbis, when they told us this, is because they received that by tradition. Why? Because they 
כי אפשר כי היה מגדל שערו ליופי שערו, להתגאות בו ולהתנאות. It's possible that the reason for his long hair was just to, to you know, to... For vanity. For, exactly, for vanity. ומשנה לשנה, כשהיה כבד עליו, שלא יוכל לסבלו, היה מגלחו. And then every year he would cut it because he couldn't handle it. אבל הם זיכרונם לברכה. But our rabbis קיבלו. כי בנזירות היה מגדל אותו, שהוא היה נזיר, שהוא היה, his hair was long because of נזירות. ולמדו מזה, כי משנדר בנזיר עולם כל ימי חייו, כשהחביץ שערו מקל בתר, משנה מסר חודש ושנה מסר חודש. He says, the fact that our rabbis got the tradition that Avshalom was a נזיר, brought them to learn an הלכה about נזירים. What halacha did they learn from Absalom? That even if you are a Nazir Olam, which means even if your vow to be a Nazir is for the whole, uh, for your whole entire life, and you cannot cut your hair, if your hair is heavy on you, then you can cut it once a year, no more than that. So they learned that from Absalom. Now, I want to go a little bit backwards in Radak, the beginning of the Perush, What does it say, what, what does it tell us why the description of the beauty of Avshalom is brought to us here? So we said last time to show us that it brings problems, to show us what else did we say, that this was the only thing of value that he had. Also, he was, he, he, he was supposed to be the king. Good. It's And related he, he looks, to being the king. Looks. What did we see with Shaul? He was very handsome. He was very, he handsome. Was very handsome. One of the things that made him uh, attractive to the crowds is to see, wow, our king. It is important. Presence is important when you are in a position of leadership. Like imagine you have uh, uh, four people to choose among themselves to choose a leader. And one is like this, and one is like that, and one... is tall and handsome and has charisma, we're going to choose that one. So look what, what Radak says. Radak says, Uke Avshalom lo haya ish yafeh, and there was no one as handsome as Avshalom, samuch lesipur amerez shemadad be'aviv. The Tanakh, the Navi, is writing it here, close to the story of the rebellion that he rebelled against his father. We still didn't see it. It's coming now. But that's why it's, wrote, it's written here. Why? Siper magaram lozet. This pasuk is telling us what made him rebel. Ki haya yafeh. Ubechol Yisrael lo haya kamo. Because he was handsome and there was no one like him in all Israel. Venitgaa beyofyo ubesearo. And he felt superior. Gaava. Because of his beauty. And his hair. Vechashav, and it made him think, ki en rawi limlucha mi bnei David kamohu umarad. Who should be the king but myself? And that made him rebel. Now, naturally, who was supposed to be the king? Amnon. Amnon. The one that Absalom killed. Amnon was supposed, he was the firstborn of David Amelech. So he was supposed to be the king. Now, Absalom killed him. Who is next in turn? Avshalom. But Avshalom is not seeing signs that his father is going to appoint him as a king. He doesn't want to see him. He doesn't want to see him. He's upset at him for what he did. 
So that's why the Tanakh is bringing us the, the Pasuk here also to, this Pasuk is going to support things that happen later. Why does he rebel? Because he really feels, I am the one. I am the most suitable for the, for the job. And also, the way he's going to attract the crowds is, can be very much related to his looks. And also, and I read this and it was so difficult for me to understand, but it seems that it, it had uh, some, uh, you know, basis. David himself is very much attached to Absalom, and it could be because of the looks. David has some attraction to beauty. And, and uh, we find that with another son of David that we're going to see in the, I think it's in Melachim later, about Adoniyahu. Adoniyahu is another son of David that rebels against him, another one that rebels against his father. And the Psukim there tell, tell us, Velo itzavo aviv miyamav. His father never um, criticized him, never corrected him. And after that, there is a pasuk that says that he had good looks as well. So it could be. Some people, you know, it's very much in, in the subconscious level that you get attracted to beauty, that it makes you feel comfortable, it makes you feel good to beauty, to people that, are, that look nice. It's something we love beauty. We love uh, things that look nice to our eyes. But Avshalom, when he killed his brother, for what? He killed his brother. Why? Because Amnon raped his sister. Oh, This is the shiurim that I did from the previous shiurim. Amnon was the first son. Okay, let us remind, because it's a very reverse story. David Amelech had few wives. Okay. Right? We are not sure if Amnon and Tamar were half brother and sister, or they were just living under the same roof because David Amelech married perhaps uh, Tamar's mother whenever she already was her daughter. So she's a stepsister. Either they're half brothers and sister or stepsister. Now, Absalom, uh, sorry, Amnon fell in love with Tamar, was crazy about her. He couldn't take that idea from his mind. He wanted to be with her. Somehow he makes some, well, help me here, girls. He, some, a friend of him tells him, don't worry, you should take care of this situation. Just pretend you're sick and tell your sister to bring you food and tell your father to tell your sister to bring you food to make you feel better. And when she ended up well, coming from, from that, his father, he says to his father, can you ask my sister to bring me something? Maybe I can eat it. If, if she brings it, she comes to the room and he rapes her, even though she says no. He rapes her, and Amno, eh, sorry, Absalom, that is real brother with Tamar, gets very upset. David Amelech. Hold get, on, well, you missed the part. He hates her after. Amnon kicks her out. Okay, so she we're was not going to give all the details if you were not. But I think her. that's why Absalom was angry. He, he wouldn't marry her. No, he didn't, didn't want to marry her. her. Yeah. He, he, just, he just hates okay, her. Okay, sorry. Thank sorry. you. Thank you. <laughs> he, she was neglected like a, a girl that is raped in those times. That's it, yeah. she's done. So Absalom uh, holds in for like two years, and after that he makes a whole exercise to bring Amnon to him, and he kills Amnon. Mm -hmm. After that he escapes, Bye. and now he's just coming from exile to the palace, and but the, to, to Jerusalem, but David does, doesn't let him to the palace. From now, now we start our. Can I say something? I, mean, I miss so many classes. 
the way it sound, David Melech didn't have Yeladim Tzadikim. Oh, no, we spoke a lot about this. It's not only that he didn't have the Yeladim Tzadikim, David Melech is paying the price for his sin. He was cursed. He was he, cursed. He, not, I don't know if the word cursed. is cursed, but there is consequence, consequences yeah. to his actions as a punishment from Hashem. But he himself, once he sinned with Bathsheba, even if we go by the opinion of our rabbis that he didn't sin in the way we see it, whatever. But what he did with Bathsheba and Uriah takes away from him the confidence to be, to parent, to give Musar to his children. You are going to tell me how to behave after what you did in San Michel. So, you know, imagine, imagine a father that is into drugs. And then the son goes and starts uh, smoking marijuana. So I tell him, yeah. son, listen to my advice. You want to give me advice? You lose your authority. You understand? So you, you need, we as parents need to know how important it is for us to be role models in order to be able to be confident parents when we parent. So David seems to have lost his confidence and uh, he doesn't, feel that he can give Musar to his children, especially in the area of Arayot, of, of where he sinned, where he fell. But Absalom is condemned because he killed his half-brother, mm -hmm. which raped his sister. Okay, good. So there is the, there, we're going to see now. Like Absalom is going to ask his dad, if I need to be killed, kill me. But the, uh, like what I did in those times makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I have to revenge the dignity of my sister. Yes. But th that's, we're not get, getting into what is just to be done or not. As a fact of the matter, David didn't send to kill him, didn't kill him. And just David didn't want him in the palace. Like, I don't want you, but what you did, to kill my son, my other son, I don't want you around. That is not killing him. Okay, can we continue? Okay, so let's start now. Uh, we are, ah, ah, we also saw how Absalom, when he has three children, he names his daughter Tamar. That shows how he does name Ushma Tamar. She was beautiful. He chose how he never forgot what happened to his sister. Kafchet, Pasuk 28. So Absalom is sitting in Jerusalem for two years. And two years he didn't see the king. So from one side, David agreed for Absalom to come back because David really, his heart was missing Absalom. From the other side, David is kind of, didn't get to see him because he is separated from his son. And at the same time, we are gonna see that this, this bringing back Absalom to Jerusalem did not satisfy Absalom while he wasn't able to see his father. So he didn't achieve anything by bringing him back and not letting him come to the palace. So, Vaishlach Absalom el Yoav. So Absalom sends to tell to Yoav. Lishloach oto el amelech velo avalavo elav. Vaishlach otchenit velo avalavo. So Absalom is calling Yoav. Hey Yoav, come to me. I want to speak with you because I want you to take me to the king, to my father. One time he calls Yoav, Yoav doesn't come. Second time he calls Yoav, Yoav doesn't come. Look at what it, what is Absalom. Vayomer el avadav, pasuk lamed. Reu, chelkat yoav el yadi, velo sham seorim, lechu vehatzitu ha baesh, vayatzitu abde avshalom et achelka baesh. 
So, ah, you don't listen to me when I call you with good manners, the right way. Okay, let's see how you come to me. He calls his servants, Avshalom, and he tells them, you see that field that has barley on there? It belongs to Yoar. Go and put it on fire. Set it on fire. So they do that. They set it on fire and... It worked. It worked. Vayakom Yoav, Vayavo el Avshalom. Yoav gets up and he comes to Avshalom. What does it remind us? A little bit, a little bit. Who put uh, fields on fire? Book of Shoftim. It's a hard one, I don't remember. No, I don't know. We didn't study together. It was Shimshon. When Shimshon wanted to... um, Bother the Plishtim for personal things that he had with them, with this woman, etc. He takes Shualim, foxes, he ties them together, he puts their tail on fire and he sends them to the fields. So these Shualim that are like crazy, they burn the fields of the Plishtim. So uh, Shimshon, that was also an Azir, did it against the enemy. But Avshalom, that is an Azir, is doing it against Yoav. Now, I am going to tell you, we still don't see it, Yoav made a huge mistake here. Uh, sorry, Avshalom. Avshalom made a huge mistake here. Yoav was his friend, his supporter. He looked for him to make him be brought back to Jerusalem. He always advocated for Avshalom. But after this, Yoav is on his bad side. Is on his bad side. But He's going to be the one to kill him. Yes. But he, he, you said he supported him. He called him a few times. Who called him a few times? He didn't answer him. Absalom called him up. But you have didn't answer why didn't I, Why didn't you have come? Because he knew there is nothing to talk. Like, he knew that David was very strong on this, that he didn't want to see Absalom. So he didn't want to, like, what do I'm going to come? I'm not, I don't want to get any but more involved. Was, was this conflict. He was David's general. It doesn't matter. But he, beforehand, he tried to convince David with the Ishat Koit. He sent this woman to bring this mashal, etc., etc. But now he doesn't want to do it. But but Yavoy uh, Absalom, you have come to Absalom Abayta, by Yom Alelav. Why did your servants put in fire my, my field? answers Yoav, I sent to call to you, for you, I sent to call to you, uh, saying, Why did you bring me back from Geshur? It would have been better for me to stay in Geshur. If I'm here, let me see the king. And if you don't let me come to the king, because there is a fault on me because what I did deserves any sentence, kill me. Don't, don't be in the middle. Don't do this what you are doing to me. Now, I have a question here to you. Why does Avshalom, why Avshalom wants so much to come see the king? Why? So he wants to be the next king. Clear for you? 
Barur's father. Is his father? Could be because his father. Who thinks it's because he's his father? That he misses his father. It could be both of them together. And who thinks it's because he's his father? He doesn't speak about my father, says, but Pnei Melech, the king, doesn't speak as a son to his father. Also, he doesn't say, I missed him. He, oh, I want to see how him. he is. I think that just by killing Amnon, it wasn't enough for him. He needed to be somebody acknowledging that what he did was, was, was just, that what happened to his sister was wrong. I think this, he wanted some, some acknowledgement, some closure here, just... Okay, you know, whoever reads history or watches movies about history, whenever there is a successor to the king, we know that how much Balagan goes in there. To the point that I am, I don't know, I'm thinking to myself, I didn't read it anywhere, but I don't know if Absalom's killing of Amnon was absolutely a personal agenda free. I'm only avenging the name of my sister. How much did he care for his sister that allowed her to be there without doing anything? It could have been more connected to the fact that he wanted to be the king. Because if I take advantage from this situation and I take Amnon out of the way, then I have a possibility to be the king. You understand? So it's not... I don't know if it's 100% everything just because I care so much about my sister. Especially when he told her, don't say anything. Exactly, don't be quiet. Be quiet. Now, Radak says, in Yesh Biavon, ki lo marakti Amnon. He's saying, I didn't just kill Amnon as I would have loved to do just because I want him out of the way. Ki inaeta marakoti, I did it because he raped my sister. Ubizaota betachlida bizayon, and he really, really, uh, how you say, biza, denigrated her? Yeah. Denigrated her. Okay, so now, but it, it, he convinces Yoab. Like Yoab doesn't have a choice. He, he saw that he's dealing with a bully. I don't come when he calls me, he burns my field. If I don't do what he tells me, I don't know what he's going to do. Perhaps he's going to burn my house. So, Vayavoy Yoab el Amelech, Vayaged lo, Vayikral av Shalom, Vayavoy el Amelech, Vayishtachu lo alpav arza lifnei Amelech, so Yoav comes to the king and he tells him these things that Absalom said. And he calls Absalom to come to the king and like they salute the king in front of the king. And the king kissed Absalom. Doesn't say David's name. He doesn't say David's name at all. All the time is the king. It almost seems like a very formal, like a, official thing that, like, okay. A father what does it make us think? Think the fact that it sounds like official, like call, like we there's don't no see, relationship anymore. We don't see a warm relationship of father and son. This has been how many years we said last time? No, we said it was like five, five. years. Five years in total since the rape. Oh, the rape, yeah. Oh, since the rape, but like the time that he was first in. Um, Geshur, where he ran away, and then here two more years, so at least three years they didn't see each other, and five years since the rape happened. So, and David was missing his son, but still he knows, I allowed him to come back to Yerushalayim, but he knows that perhaps that's not the right thing. Now, what do we see in regards to David, following the idea that David has changed after what happened? What do we see? After Yoab tells him about his son, what does David do? Immediately, like, accepts, accepts, like a surrendering. kind of surrendering himself to what others tell him. 
Bring him from Yerushalayim. Bring him from, to Yerushalayim. Bring him to the right. Bring him to the right. He does it. He does it like a, like why, a whatever. Why wouldn't David be annoyed that he burned Yoab's field? Well, perhaps David doesn't know. Who's told you that David knows? It says Yoab came to the king and told him. Maybe Told him what? I don't know. No. If it would have been about the field, he would come to tell him before he goes to Avshalom. No, he's telling him about Avshalom, that Avshalom wants to see him. Any questions or we continue to our next I, chapter? I actually that the fact that he kisses his son, I, I think that he was waiting for such an opportunity Reunion. to bring yeah. his son back, and he was missing his son. He was missing him, and he wa- was waiting, but the, the sound, the tzlil, is not very warm. It's not very warm. There is not a... Baishak ha-melech le-Avshalom. There's a Baishak David le-Avshalom. He's a melech. It also says in the Pasuk that the reason Yoab didn't get upset is because he... He thought maybe he's still the king's son and the king's going to get angry if I avenge him for the field, setting my field on fire. Could it? Could be that you have, you have knows that David is caring a lot for Absalom, as we will see. We will see David's behavior in regards to Absalom is very surprising. Okay, Perek Tetvav, which is Perek uh, 15. Vayi, meacharechen, vayas lo Absalom merkava vesusim so, okay, Avshalom achieved what he wanted, of being brought back to Yerushalayim, of being accepted in the palace. Now, when I'm, when I'm not accepted into the palace, it affects my image. It's not only about what I feel with my dad and my dad feels with me, it's about what others see. Am I the prince? I am the son of the king? I am the possible successor of the king? People see that I am like kind of an exile. So for him, it was very important to be brought to the palace. First achievement. Second thing that Avshalom does, he made for himself a Merkava. What is a Merkava? Chariot. Like a chariot. Like imagine uh, the chariot of the kings. Vesusim, vechamishim ish ratzim lefanav. So now Avshalom, everywhere he goes, he has a chariot, and there is 50 people going in front of him. So he starts with the tifora, with the looks with the tachposet, with dressing up. Like imagine, I am, I didn't even finish high school. I even, I don't even know how to read, but I dress a, jack, a suit with a tie and very good shoes and my hair and everything looks good. That creates an impact. So the first thing he takes care of is image. He builds for himself an image that will continue helping him to reach where he wants to go. Okay? After that, Ve'ishkim Avshalom. Avshalom, he wakes up very early. Ve'amad al yabderech ha'shar. And he stands next to the entrance to the shar. Ve'ikol ha'ish asher yelo riv l'avoy l'amelech l'amishpat. Ve'ikra Avshalom elav ve'yomer. Eini ze'ir ata ve'yomer me'achad shivtei Yisrael avdecha. All the psukim are pretty long, right? So Absalom wakes up early. He goes, how is translated Aliyah Derech Hashar? Stand alongside the way to the gate. Along the side the way to the gate. And every person that has a riv, a dispute, a dispute is coming to the king Lamishpat, is coming to the king to be judged. And Absalom comes to them, to them and asks them, from where are you, from what city? And they tell him from one of the tribes of Israel. 
ויאמר אליו, I'm going ויאמר אליו אבשלום, אבשלום tells him, ראה דבריך טובים ונכוחים ושומע אין לך מאת המלך. Your argument is good, it's right, and you have nobody to listen to you on the king's side. ויאמר אבשלום, אבשלום says, מי ישימני שופט בארץ? I wish I would be a judge in the land, ועליי יבוא כל איש אשר יהיה לו ריב ומשפט ויצדקתי, and everyone that has a dispute would come to me, and I would, it's that Steve, what, what does Attraction it say? Huh? I have attraction fairly. I will judge him with the, with the, with the tzedakah fairly. Okay. So I want you to explain to me what's happening. What is he doing? He's trying to get everybody, everybody to like him. He's, He's trying to get everybody to like him. How does he the, get it? What is he right doing? Way. He's just counting the king's judgment and the people in the palace saying oh. that they don't oh. know how to judge fairly. Okay, but let's go slap slap. Beginning. First of all, what does he do? He wakes up early. Why early? He gets there before they go in. Exactly. He wants to reach to the people before they come in to be judged. Let's say the court opens at the 8 a.m. So you can imagine on the, on the, how you say? On the road. On the way there, lines of people. They're coming to the king to be judged. How do we know that people came to the king to be judged? Where did we see that? Um, the woman. The women in Mishpat Shlomo, right. with Shlomo. And it was very normal that people would come to the king and the king would say, the chicken belongs to her, the thing belongs to that. It was very normal also in the, other, in the other nations. Okay, so first of all, he wakes up early. He wants to reach to the people before they come to the king. Second, what else does he do? Whatever they say, they say you're right. Before that. What is he asking Your servant is from where section section tribe. Where are you from? Why does he ask them where are you from? They're trying to befriend them. Tries to befriend them, but more than that. More than that. He's telling them which tribe from Israel they came from. Why? Because he wants to show that he knows like where everyone is from and who they belong to. Could be that. What else? He's being democratic. He, he's, he's showing closeness, caring for the people. And sometimes, if you belong to the king's palace, the common thing was that, as we saw with Shaul, the tribe that belongs to the king was the tribe that got better treatment. treatment. He's showing them, for, for me, I love everyone. It doesn't matter if you're coming from Ephraim, from Shevet Yosef, from Shevet Menashe, from Shevet Yehuda. I love all of you. And I am a people's person. I care to know from where you are coming. And, and uh, I want to, and also the city, not only the, the tribe, I want to know your city, I want to know who is, what is your name, etc. to get close to them. And then he wants to, how is this possible? Imagine Kathy and Neda have a dispute. Neda says that Kathy owes her $200, and Kathy says that Neda knows to, owes $200 to Kathy. How can it be that I would tell Neda, you're right, she owes it to you. And then I would tell Kathy, you're right, she owes it to you. That's what he's doing, though. That's what he's doing. It's an impossible thing. But he, he doesn't care. We see how fake everything is. He doesn't care for fairness. He doesn't care for justice. He just cares to get people to like him, popularity. 
like as we said, first you create your image, then you go and you show the video. And then what does he tell him? Not only that I love you and I'm good, he starts speaking bad about David. What are you going to come here with all the bureaucracy that exists always in the king's palace? Nobody's going to listen to you. You're going to be oppressed. You need to pay taxes. Like, you know, whenever you try to show the poor people that they're being oppressed by the, by the establishment. So that's what he's doing. By Yomer Shalom, I wish I would be a judge and I would take care of all of you. Vehaya, Pasuk, hey, Vehaya, Bikrov ish leishtachavot lo, Veshalach et yado, Vehezik lo, Venashak lo. More than that, if you are the king or the prince, people come and bow down to you. So they would come, bow down to Avshalom. What would Avshalom do? He would pick them up and kiss them. Take their hand and kiss them. Wow. Imagine a prince like that, Charmed a king everyone. so charming, so into equality, loves us, cares for us. He's a people, people. People pe- person. And also, you know, he was doing something that is absolutely wrong for us in the Torah. It says that whenever two people come, Chachamim tell us actually, whenever two people come to Din, how, do, how does the judge need to look at them at the beginning, before the, the he doesn't trial? doesn't need to know them. He doesn't have to have any favors. He doesn't have to know them, not favors, and he has to look at them as guilty. Both of them as guilty. Why? I, I, I would think, no, you are not right and you are not right. You are both guilty. Because that will make me, will force me to go into the arguments and to find and to check very well to the what? To the core of the matter. To the core of the matter. But he's doing quite the opposite. He's telling everybody, you are right, you are right. Kisses their hand. I, I am much better. You should follow me, etc. He's doing exactly what he wants to do. It's not the opposite for him. He's, he has a plan. That's what he wants. He wants to get the love of the people. Now, Vayas Abshalom Kadavar Hazel Lechol Israel Asher Yavou La Mishpat El Amelech so what he is trying to do is through, uh, you know, fake uh, love and, and uh, diplomacy, he is gaining the heart of all the people of Israel. But how how long does it say here? Arba'im shana. Okay, Radak says, how much is this Arba'im shana? אמרו רבותינו, ארבעים שנה מזמן ששאלו להם מלך. Forty years from the day that they asked to have a king. So it's Shaul, David, Exactly, ואמרו, אותה שנה ששאלו להם מלך, עשירית של שמואל הייתה. ושאול מלך עם שמואל שנה אחת. ושתיים שמלך שאול בעצמו הרי שלוש, ושלושים ושבע שנים של דוד הרי ארבעים, כי בשלושים ושבע של דוד מרד אבשלום. So this is 37 years after the beginning of the kingdom of David, three years from Shaul, 37 years from David. So 40 years after Am Israel requested a king, the rebellion of Absalom happens. It's like there is kind of a correlation. You wanted a king? you are going to see what king you are going to get after 40 years. 
אוקיי? סו, ביום אל אבשלום אל המלך. סו אבשלום keeps lying and acting. He goes to his father, ביום אל אבשלום אל המלך. אלכנה ואשלם את נדרי אשר נדרתי להשם בחברון. אבל נגו תו חברון תו אופר הקורבן. אשלם את נדרי אשר נדרתי. The nether, the promise that I promised, I want to go to Hebron, that can I go to Hebron? He had to ask permission from his father. Ki nether nadar abdecha, beshifti bikshur ba'aram lemor, im yashiv yashiveni Hashem Yerushalayim, ve'avadati et Hashem, how tamim it sounds, I'm such a good boy. You know that I want to go because your servant, which is me, nether nadar, I made a promise. When I came back from Geshur, from Aram, saying, if Hashem will bring me back to Yerushalayim, I would serve Hashem. I want to be able to thank you, Hashem. Ba'yomer lo ha'melech, lech v'shalom. Melech, of course, have my blessing. Ba'yakom ba'yelech Hebron. So, Avshalom goes to Hebron. What does Hebron tell us? What happened in Hebron? No, in our book. That's where David came from. That's where David started. David at the beginning started as a king in Hebron because he was able to be the king only of Yehuda when the people from Benjamin still didn't trust David. So, Baishlach Avshalom Meraglim Bechol Shifte Israel. Avshalom sent spies to all the tribes of Israel, Lemor saying, כשומעכם את קול השופר, when you listen the voice of the shofar, ואמרתם, מלאך אבשלום בחברון. You hear? He goes to Hebron, now he's in Hebron, for sure he goes with his chariot, with his five men, he has everything ready. Sorry, fifty men. And he tells them, when you hear the shofar, you will know that אבשלום is a king in Hebron. Now, before he did that, he already did a lot of lobby. He has a lot of supporters everywhere. Bet Avshalom alchu, sorry, 200 איש מירושלים, not 50. He took with him 200 people from Yerushalayim. קרואים והולכים לתומם ולא ידעו כל דבר. Oh, I heard a beautiful midrash on this פסוק. Look what the פסוק says. With Avshalom, how many people went? 200, what does it mean, קרואים והולכים לתומם? They went like innocently, ולא ידעו כל דבר, they didn't even know why they were going with Avshalom. So it's like a mob. Like, no, it wasn't a mob. People that went with Avshalom and they didn't know for what. So the Midrash and the Talmud of Yerushalmi says like this, when David, when Avshalom comes to his father to tell him, I want to go to Hebron to offer a korban, dad, he tells, dad, can you please, sign for me that two men would ca- should come with me so I don't go alone. So David Amelech asked him, okay, give me their names. I said, no, you know what, don't write the names. I, I st- I'm not sure yet. I will call two people to come with me. He said, give me a check, a blank check. Like uh, I will do with it whatever I, I can later. So he used this document and he came, let's say, to, to the two of you. The king told you to come with me, okay, uh, wait for me there. And then he goes to the two of you, and then to the two of you, and then, and that's how he got 200 people when every two of them thought we are the two men that the king sent and cho- chose to go with his son to Yerushalayim. 
וישלח אבשלום את אחיתופל הגילוני, יועץ דוד מעידו מגילו וזובחו את הזרחים, ויקש אל המיץ ועם הולך ורב את אבשלום. So who is אבשלום calling? We're going to speak more about this next time. אחיתופל that used to be an advisor of David. Just one last thing. They come and they tell David, והעם הולך ורע עם אבשלום. So we see that a lot of people go with Avshalom. ויבוא המגיד על דוד, somebody comes and tells David, David, you know what's happening? You know what's going on in Hebron? You're son of Shalom. He's there and they, are, they coronated him as a king and there is a lot of people with him. איש ישראל אחרי אבשלום, so many people follow him. ויאמר דוד, what is David's reaction? ויאמר דוד לכל עבדיו אשר איתו בירושלים, קומו ונברכה. כי לא תהיה לנו פלטה מפני אבשלום. מעלו ללכת, ונמהר וישיגנו, והדיח עלינו את הרעה, ויקה העיר לפי אחדת. What is David telling them? Come, fast, let's run away before he reaches us. Why would David run away from אבשלום? What is he saying? Because what? So David though knows very well who is he dealing with, his own son. David is afraid for his life from his own son. Now, why But does, why does he have to run away? Exactly, why, why is David so fast to run away? I think he, he, he had that Nebuah after what he did, and then Nebuah said that it's going to be in front of your eyes that, that, that things are yeah. going to happen. And he says, okay, this is my time. Let's go. Okay, I don't know if it's Nebuah that David not, not, uh, who, who, no, who that told him after, after what, ha- what yeah. he did to Tamar? Some, it was okay, but the... why, who knows what is going to happen now? It could be in a, in a different time. But it could be every day he's waiting for the... Yeah, I think since then... So you think that David connects just... it to what happened? Could be. I think David is just becoming so weak and... David is no weak. David is anymore. weak. Who remembers what happened when David went to look for a silum? A silum, you say? Wow. Asylum or asylum? Asylum. Asylum in Nov. What happened there? Oh, over there, the, he was hiding, and then um, Doeg was the one who ratted him out to somebody, and then um, the 200 Kwanim were murdered. Exactly. When David was running away from Shaul, he goes to Nov. He's not careful He's enough. Scared. He asks from them food and the, the sword, and he takes, and he stays there. And when Shaul finds out about this by Doeg Adomi, Shaul takes such a terrible revenge and he kills 200 Kohanim. And we saw how David later on felt responsibility for that. Like I endangered the life of these people. So now Absalom wants to kill me. Absalom wants the crown. I, David, learned my lesson. I'm not going to endanger other people. Other people. Wait, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect him to run. You would expect him to fight. We would expect him to fight, but he, as you said here, perhaps he's accepting it as part of his destiny, of his uh, punishment for what he did. He's old or he, Or he doesn't have so many people. He sees that, like, he hears the popularity of Absalom It's not Avshalom has a group of people. He's from all of the Shvatim of Israel. Avshalom has been, has been working very hard to have a very strong backup. And Bezod Hashem, we will see what, what happens. So where was Shlomo Amen? 
That was Shlomo. Shlomo? This is a child. Oh, he's not in the picture. Oh. This, this was after many years. This was after 40 years of we don't know what, but meaning... 37 years of David's... Right, and, and Avshalom was probably in his 30s. Like, this was many, many... This was probably 10, 12 years after that initial encounter with Amnon and Tamar. It could be. Why would they otherwise say after 40 years? It seems like a long time has passed. or that's We don't know exactly how Maybe much. he feels could like be. Hashem has left him. Like, after his sin... Could be. Could be that. Could be that he really sees that uh, he has everything he's, to do. How come he's not even asking? He used to do everything he used to do. He used to go and yeah, ask. ask and Should I do this? Should I do that? Well, he's not. We haven't seen him anymore For asking. nothing. He's not asking for anything. Uh, usually you ask for, for national things. This is personal. This is what, personal. What king, do you want to say? The king is national. He just reminds me of like a sociopath. Well, sociopath? Yeah. Like, it was like it was all a lie. Honestly, there are so many people like that. Like, I'm saying, like, leadership figures. That they have a certain look. Like, it's all about me. It's all about what I want to achieve, and I don't care about anyone, not my own father. He like, killed his own brother, sorry. so we know I, he's capable. I thought but... he was really worried for Tamar, and now it's, like, completely, it was all about Could be that he's worried for Tamar. Could be. But I, I, I think that there is room to think that he was mainly trying to advance his agenda. That is to become the king of Israel. You know, uh, um, the Navi warned, like, I think it was Hashem warned Shmuel, or Shmuel warned the people about the dangers of what comes when you have a king. And this is what happens in the Goyim with, like, with, with kings and their princes, and the brothers kill each other. Like, yeah. this is very, very common. This Don't isn't unusual. But the fact that it happens to our people, to, like, our beloved king, like, we still say, David Malch Israel, that his one kills the other and like it's just so it's so sad it's so bittersweet that we pined for a king and this is what we get we don't manage to do better yeah but it's very good what you are saying because David stays David Melech Yisrael Chai Bekayam forever yeah. even that he made some mistakes so but he, he, he kept, pays for his mistakes he, main, he pays for his mistakes but he also maintains his morality his caring for others that's what we saw along the way with Bathsheba we mentioned it the other time as opposed to Amnon and Tamar. Amnon rapes Tamar, and then he doesn't care for her, he doesn't want even to look at her. David, perhaps, I don't know if Bathsheba was happy to be with David, or it, she was kind of forced, not in a rape level, but the king is asking, what can you do? But David doesn't neglect her, he takes care of her. Even if he doesn't live with her later on, but he, he takes care of her, he cares for people. And we see how important is that in the eyes of Hashem. So, I mean, we know, like you said, David was always David Amelech. Yes. He was one of the favorite kings. Like the fourth uh, uh, wheel of Merkava, right? So why in this book, in this parasha, people, his own tribe, they don't uh, worship him? Like why nobody gets up against Absalom? And no, no, David reality. will have his team as well. David is going to have his people. There's going to be this against they this. We're going to continue saying. But for now, he's escaping. Perhaps strategically, David understands that now is not my moment. So he thinks it's better for us to leave the palace until we can come back. David is not leaving for good. Say, that's it. I abandon my crown. I'm not a king anymore. He's leaving temporarily. 
something beautiful that I read, I think we're going to see it later, is David doesn't take with him the ark. He says the ark has to be in Jerusalem. He's not thinking about himself. He doesn't take his family either. He, he, takes, he doesn't take his... Uh, Wives. And uh, what is the word for wives? Uh, Pilakshim, it says. Uh, and and uh, that's going to come back at him in a terrible way. That he doesn't take them. That he doesn't take them. So but, they, uh, they, he leaves them to keep the house. That's house. how it's written. Yeah, to keep the house. It's like, uh, you know, like, when you leave, when you abandon your house, when everybody leaves, that means that you for sure gave up on everything. When you leave, leave the family and you just went, you, you went for business or you went for a war or you went for something, you are still holding to your house when your family is there. So he is not leaving for good, but he feels that now I have to leave. I don't want to endanger the lives of so many people. And that's what David is doing. And better Hashem will continue next time to see how it is. Who was the Navi at this time? There's always a Navi coinciding with a king. Is Natana Navi, but uh, now is not. Uh, we don't hear him now. David is not uh, moving every step of the way by the word of a Navi. There is decisions that he has to make. Neither is to him or Absalom. No, Absalom. Forget about it. He's like when David Shaul had that whole thing going on. There was constantly a Navi telling them things. Yes, and which one was even more. So it will be, the Navi will appear whenever the decision has to be made in regards of uh, continuity, who is going to be the next king. We will see later on when Bathsheba comes to David, also the Navi appears and speaks together with us. It was Natan, right? Yeah. That's the last one we've heard of. So I don't know if it's changed since then, but he was the last one that's been mentioned. Well, he's also the one they say that wrote this. It's from a back. We'll see. I don't remember. I don't remember everything by heart. I'm learning the book while we study. Like I, no, it's not for the first time, but I have learned it a long, long time ago. I think with the story of Bathsheba, that was the last time we heard yeah. it. Oh, you mean that lady? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much.